MMOs offer a world of unlimited potential. You can be whatever you want. You can have a loyal group of friends. You can travel wherever you want, whenever you want. You can win, succeed, and conquer challenges and feel like you're always doing the right thing. Sounds too good to be true, right? Well, that's because it is. MMOs are not actually magical places where all your deepest desires come true. It's more of a place where you come in as a human, full of potential, believe as Golem, completely corrupted by the power of the MMO. Many people struggle to play MMOs casually because if you want to achieve anything rewarding in the game, you have to put more and more time and energy into it. All video games are potentially addictive, but MMO games are usually at the top of the scale. I understand being addicted to MMOs because I experienced it firsthand. Playing World of Warcraft was both the best and worst time of my life. I loved escaping into a new world, building my character, and playing alongside my friends. But I also became addicted to the game, and eventually I quit when I actually got to a point where I had written a suicide note. Before we get started, are you ready to take control over gaming? In phase one of our family program, we provide immediate strategies to stop the spiral and break through denial. In phase two, you make progress in all areas of your life, including increased motivation, productivity, and social skills. For information on our coaching programs, you can go to gamequitters.com and click book a call in the top right corner or email me directly cam at gamequitters.com. If you think about it, there are so many story rich games out there. God of War, Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2, Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, Uncharted, and so on. However, you don't hear much of these games in the light of addiction. Sure, you can become addicted to pretty much any game, but when it comes to single player story driven video games, you usually play them once or a few times and eventually move on. This in contrast doesn't really happen with MMOs. When you think about being addicted to gaming, popular MMO games like World of Warcraft, Guild Wars, RuneScape, EverQuest, and Final Fantasy XIV come to mind. You can say that you know choosing which MMO to play is like choosing which brand of cigarettes to smoke. In the end, it's the same poison. That's because there are many elements that make MMOs extremely addictive, especially compared to single-player story-based games. One of them is the number of hours you have to put into progress. At first, it might seem that if you need to put in more time into something and you can't get the rewards quicker, you would want to move on and try something more engaging. However, that's not the case as naturally when humans do something for longer and then get the reward instead of instantly getting one, that reward is way more pleasurable. So when you start World of Warcraft, RuneScape, or whichever MMO game you fancy, you begin the game with pretty much nothing. And in order to build your character and obtain some items, you have to put in the time and grind. MMOs are not about telling an eight hour story. They are seemingly never ending and there's so much content in them to keep you busy for a long time. Just look at this player who actually finally achieved every achievement in World of Warcraft. Look how much time it took her. Oh, that's it. Yes. That's the last achievement! That's it! 4,481! 100%! <laughs> we did it! Holy shit! Oh my god! A few hours in an MMO is like a drop in the ocean. While if you put a few hours in a single player game, you will have likely already experienced at least a quarter if not more of the experience. This pushes you to experience the game with more and more hours, which later on if you notice a problem or an addiction with the game, it's way harder to just not play as you have already put so much time into the game. This is known as the sunk cost fallacy. When you think you have to keep going or doing something just because you've put a lot of time into it, even though the thing is now making your life worse. The sunk cost fallacy is a big aspect of what makes MMOs so addictive. It's also about spending all those hours in the game affects the hours you have available for other parts of your life. If you are spending four, six, eight, ten 10 hours a day playing a game, 
Those are valuable hours you don't have for things like work, school, health, or your relationships. They act as a large percentage of your day, especially your free time. And over time, the more days and weeks and months and even years you are investing in your game, the more those hours of neglect are compounding into serious issues in your life. And that brings us to another issue with MMOs, the social aspect. Competition, communication, leadership, and community, all these social aspects are part of a human's life. We're natural social creatures, and the social element is an integral part of the human experience. And people making MMOs know this better than anyone, and they create games around exploiting these natural drives. A big part of MMOs are guilds, which are a group of players teaming up and taking on the challenges of the world together. Often this is called raiding. When you join or create a guild, a new dimension of the game unlocks for you, accountability. You can't just turn off your computer or console whenever you want. You now have to schedule the time to play with your teammates and you have the responsibility of not leaving games in the middle of combat or raids. This adds an extra layer to your commitment to the game. Not to mention that you get to satisfy your social cravings. Unfortunately, this simulated satisfaction is only a temporary escape because eventually you need to return to your real life. I was working with a client in my coaching program who was a part of one of the top WoW guilds in the world. He enjoyed raiding with these guys and it was a part of his weekly schedule. When I asked him what his goals were for the program, he said that ideally he wanted to keep gaming to just the weekly raids and cut out all the rest of the time he was playing, especially with the friends that you know he called degenerate. Now, one part that made it tricky for him to cut out the raids entirely was that the guild had recently given him some amazing items. So he felt like if he stopped playing, he was letting the guild down, specifically because of the items they had given him that could have gone to someone else. It was like he was trapped. And I know other clients have shared similar stories. Because my role became very much about taking care of people in my alliance, um, then right away I would want to see if somebody's shield was down, if something had happened, if they needed help, and I, if I could get them quick help before I walked out the door in the morning kind of thing. Um, but I guess there just became this need to know. I need to know what's going on. I need to keep up with what's going on. And quite often they'd release new content overnight. And so then you're logging in to see, okay, what's new? What new gear has come out? What, you know, <laughs> what's the change today? Um, and just, I guess, trying to keep up with it all because it was constant new content coming out. By the way, if you are interested in working with me personally, you can check the links in the description. I do work one-on-one -on -one with clients. But what really happens when you are being consumed by an MMO over a long period of time is that you have convinced yourself that you are improving in some way. And the tricky part is that online, you have. Your character is badass. You're a valued member of a guild and all the hours you've spent have led to incredible achievements. Your real life though is a big contrast to that. All that time you spent in your game has left your life in a worse place. You haven't progressed with school or your job in any significant way. Your relationships have deteriorated and maybe you are even alone now. Your health has taken a big hit both in your mental health from so much escapism and in your physical health from sitting for so many hours of the day. Ultimately, it's just an unhealthy lifestyle. So now that we know what some of the common problems are with MMOs, how do you know if you actually have a problem? Well, you can go to gamequiz.com and take the quiz on the homepage. It will ask you a series of nine different questions that will help you understand your level of addiction from casual to risky to problematic. Now, some of the common signs of a gaming addiction include things like constantly thinking about games and having a mental obsession about them, feeling restless and irritable when you are unable to play, needing to play more frequently to experience the same rush of excitement, trying to curb the amount of time you play without success, 
neglecting other hobbies and interests you used to enjoy. And this last one is especially important, which is continuing to play despite the currents of negative consequences. So if you find that MMOs are a problem for you or have actually consumed your life, what can you do to save yourself before it's too late? The usual advice of either quitting or limiting playtime is more tricky when it comes to MMOs. MMOs are usually never casual and you have to dedicate a lot of time and energy into playing and progressing in them. For me with World of Warcraft, I was playing all day, every day. This meant I didn't have time to get a job or focus on other things because my entire focus was on WoW. So I knew if I wanted to turn my life around, I had to stop gaming entirely. Otherwise, I would always choose gaming over everything else. Gaming would always win in that competition for my attention. Although moving on definitely had its challenges, it also made moving forward so much easier because I wasn't constantly debating with myself about whether or not I should play. The answer for me was clear. I wasn't going to play. It was black and white. I was moving on. So then I had to find new things to do with my time, which made getting a job more appealing and eventually finding other hobbies like surfing, DJing, starting my own business and traveling around the world. But finding those hobbies would have been so hard if they were competing for my attention with games. So if you have an addiction to gaming, the easiest way is to just stop entirely or in the very least stop for 90 days. Thanks so much for listening to the Gaming the System podcast. I hope you got value out of today's episode. On GameQueers.com, we have hundreds of YouTube videos, articles, and other podcast episodes to help you get control over gaming. We also have bespoke coaching programs where we work directly with you and your family to get gaming under control for good. For information on our coaching programs, email me directly, cam at GameQueers.com, or go to GameQueers.com and click book a call on the top right corner, and I'll share information with you then. Together, we will get your son back on track. And we look forward to working directly with you.